Hey everybody, Rob here. Welcome to day 24 of our Fast From Wrong Thinking. Today, we are fasting from a thought that says, I can't control my emotions. This is probably one of my favorite topics to hear from Gregory Dickow. He's been talking about it for years, and lately he's been really touching on the importance of emotional intelligence. And so you're gonna hear a little bit about that today, and uh, this whole podcast is just gonna be a compilation of some messages all about mastering your emotions. And I know it's gonna encourage you, empower you. I hope you enjoy. When you understand your authority, fear leaves. When you understand your authority, you have power over your negative emotions. Like all negative emotions, like anger, depression, all these negative emotions, they come from a feeling of powerlessness. When somebody wrongs you, you feel like that thing that they did to me has power to hurt me. So you'll either get angry or you'll get depressed because you think that that thing that they did has power over you and you're powerless to do anything about it. Now, listen, the power you have is not to get even. You don't need the power to get even. You already have that. It might make you feel better for a minute. When you get even with somebody, they talk about you, you talk about them, they hit you, you hit them. Getting even does not solve it. When somebody wrongs you, what solves it is knowing that you have the power to walk into your destiny without anything that anybody did to stop you. Nobody has that power unless you give that to them. People only have power over you based on your permission. You gave them permission to make you mad. You gave them permission to make you bitter. You gave them permission to make you offended. You gave them permission by giving, by believing that they, what they did has more power than what you can do about it. You can forgive, you can bless, you can cast your care on God. You have so much power. And the most importantly is that you can realize what they did to you. It's powerless when you realize that you've got the power, love and a sound mind that God has given you. Therefore, you don't have to live in fear. When you make your decisions in life based on your emotions, you're usually going to make the wrong decisions. Remember, Jesus felt something, but he didn't let his feelings guide his choices. He said, Father, let this cup. I, if if you can take this cup away from me, let it pass. In other words, the way he felt was, I don't want to do this. That's how he felt. But then he said, not my will, thy, thy will be done. That's what he chose. I don't want to do this. That's what he felt. But thy will be done. That's what he chose. Being in charge of your life is not being a control freak. It means being in charge of your life. I'm in charge of my attitude. I'm in charge of my mind, what goes into my mind. I'm in charge of what what emotions I allow to influence me. I'm not I'm not in charge of what emotions I have. However, I'm in charge of what which ones I allow to influence me and to what degree. And then I feed my emotions with a consistent pattern of thinking that eventually leads to a consistent pattern of feeling. The number one characteristic of a successful person is emotional intelligence. There is nothing that will bring you more success than to be able to think through your emotions, emotional intelligence to 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 make your emotions have to wait for your brain. 
to make your emotions wait for your thoughts. Treat it like if you had little children, like your emotions are your little children. Little children can get crazy. Little children get wild. Little children can react. Little children can, you know, throw a tantrum. Little children can get so excited at one second and then be really like throw themselves down on the ground the next second. So our emotions are like little children and you're the parent. Your, your thought life is the parent of your emotions. And if you see it like that, like my emotions are the child in my life and children are beautiful. Emotions are beautiful. But there's nothing worse than when you go to a grocery store or you're in a public place and a parent is not taking care of business with their kid and the kids flopping all around and yelling and scratching and grabbing people and yelling. And, you know, am I in the right place here today? Like you got to look at it like that. Like my emotions are my kids and they're beautiful and they're amazing. I love them when they're little and I don't not that I don't love them when they're older, but <laughs> when your kids are little, you love them, but they're they're not in control. So guess who needs to be in control? The parent. And so if you tr- if you look at your own personal life like this, it's a word ruled thought life, like a, a word of God ruled thought life has to be the parent to your emotions. So my emotions have to check in with my word based, Bible based thought life before my emotional child reacts. I need to have a talk with it. You see, if you just like if you just look at your emotions like that, like they your emotions have to be parented by your thought life. Anytime you are robbed of peace or robbed of joy, it's because you're believing something other than what Jesus has done for you. And you're believing something other than what God has promised you. Okay, are you with me still? It's the only time your emotions get whacked is because of what you believe. Your emotions are the result of your thoughts and what you believe and what. So if I believe that you that you are against me, then my emotions get riled up. And when you do something that doesn't look like it was helpful, I'm thinking that's because that guy's against me. That says that's that's because that person's against me. Now, what happened is my emotions are simply riding the wave of my thoughts and I have to deal with my thoughts rather than try to you know, well, just try to, you know, control these emotions. I have to take these thoughts captive and that's how my emotions surrender or they they ride a different wave, the wave that, you know what? God's got me. So now my mind is filled with God's got it under control. God's got me. God's on my side. Jesus loves me. He's for me. Now, when my mind is filled with those thoughts, I'm riding that wave and my emotions become peaceful my emotions become thankful, my emotions become kind, my emotions uh, have lost their edge at you because I'm not ever I'm not anymore relying on something you needed to do for me. I'm relying on what Jesus has already done for me. The only way that we're ever going to master our emotions is if we handle them the way that God wants us to by taking our feelings to the Lord. If you stuff them down, they're going to come up in perverted ways. They're going to come forth in dysfunctional ways. Look at what this verse says in Genesis chapter four. So God speaks to Cain. Why is your countenance fallen? Why are you angry? 
And notice what happens next. He says, you must master these emotions or they'll master you. And then look at what happens in verse eight. The Lord spoke to Cain and then Cain spoke to his brother. Now, why did Cain rise up against his brother and kill him? Because his suppressed anger rose up and he expressed his anger on his brother rather than when God was talking to him, God was giving him a chance to talk back to God. God spoke to Cain and God wanted Cain to talk back to him. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going. Why are you angry? He asked him a couple questions. Why are you angry? Why is your countenance fallen? And guess what? Cain never answered the question. Cain never communicated his feelings to God. Cain never responded to God. Let me tell you something. God is always giving us an opportunity to go directly to him about how we feel before we blow up at somebody else, before we suppress our feelings, before it comes out dysfunctionally, before it comes out in the wrong ways, before it comes out as anger, before it comes out as violence, before it comes out as pain, before it hurts anybody else. Go to God. But what did Cain do? He went to his brother and he rose up against his brother because his emotions rose up against him. And the only reason his emotions rose up against him is because he didn't let his emotions rise up to God. The Jesus way to emotional freedom is go to God. Go to God. When you're struck with terror, go to God. When you're struck with fear, go to God. When you're struck with amazement, go to God. When you're struck with depression, go to God. When you're struck with bewilderment, go to God. When you feel in shock, go to God. When you're not sure what to do, go to God. When you feel like giving up, go to God. When you can't stand the pressure, go to God. Listen, take your feelings, take your anger, take your emotions, take your worry, take what's hurting you, take what people have done to you and take it to God. And go to God with it. My God, He's real. If He's real, then you can go to Him with real feelings. You can go to Him with real thoughts. You can go to Him with real temptation. We're having these conversations with ourselves and we're having this conversation with the devil when we should be having the same conversation with God. How dare we think that God doesn't even know it? How dare we think that God will be mad at us? God will judge us. You already have those feelings. You already have those thoughts. They will be of no surprise to God when you tell them to Him. But when you tell them to him, you will be able to invite him by telling him about how you feel. You'll be inviting him to now help you when you have the first thought, when you have a first feeling, when you have a temptation, when you have negative feelings, go to God about it. He welcomes you. Nowhere in the Bible does it say just go to God when you get when you get your act together. Just go to God when you have it all together. No one ever has it all together. So if that's the if that's the requirement, none of us can ever go to God. But that's not the requirement. He said, come to me, all that are weary, all that are heavy laden. Come to me when you're burdened. Come to me with your sin. Come to me with your trouble. Come to me with your worry. Come to me with your anxiety. Come to me with what's bothering you. Come to me with what's hurting you. Come to me with your suffering. Come to me with your pain. Come to me with your sickness. Come to me with your disease. I'll take it all. I took it all. I'll heal it all. Just come to me. That's all God wants. Come to him. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I want to encourage you to share this episode with somebody that you know who needs it. This is some really, really powerful stuff. I especially love that point about your thoughts being the parent of your emotions and how you need to pull your emotions aside and talk to them. I thought that was awesome. I hope this blessed you today. Make sure to share it with somebody. Subscribe to the podcast. It's obviously absolutely free. So make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss any of these episodes. We're still going strong. We hit day 25 tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.